In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I got lost last week in Greece, of all places. I had to go to Trinity, Greece, which is on Ridge Road. I didn't get lost getting there, but uh, I had needed to see somebody who was at Unity Health, which is Park Ridge Hospital. And so I came out of Trinity, Greece, and I took a right on Ridge Road, and I'm driving, thinking I'll see that H sign, the hospital sign, and I'm driving and I'm driving, and the next sign I notice is Spencerport. I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> it's not in Spencerport, that much I know. And now I'm irritated because I've driven to Spencerport. So, you know, I do what any good person in 2010 does. I get out the cell phone and I call 411 and I ask for Unity Health and they give me some number of some place, you know, probably in Arizona or something, I don't know. So, you know, that isn't working and I'm driving aimlessly around and I'm pulling in and I'm thinking I'm going to have an accident because I'm not paying attention. So I call Trinity Greece humble myself to the secretary who thinks, wow, this woman is a total complete idiot, you know, because she left here like she knew where she was going. And I said, well, uh, can you give me some directions to Park Ridge? And she says, well, when, when you come out of Trinity, you head east. I went, oh. And she says, it's on Long Pond. I said, oh. So I quickly hang up because I'm already totally embarrassed. And I get to Long Pond, I don't know which way to turn. Do I go north? Do I go south? Well, you know, I guess right, went south. And I'm going, and there's the mall, and I'm thinking there is no hospital back here. There is no hospital. Well, finally, it, it comes, and I get in the parking lot, and I go see the person. But it's been a long time since I've been lost, because in this day and age, we don't have to be lost. I mean, we can Google anything, and you can know how far it is to the turn you need to make. You can know how much time it's going to take you to get there. And if you have a GPS, you got somebody yakking at you. And if you're directionally impaired like myself, I mean, when I was in high school, the driver ed teacher said to me, you need to put an L and an R on your hands. So when you come in, so I did, and he looked at me, and they were on the wrong hands. <laughs> So when I say I'm directionally impaired, I really am. So if you have a GPS and you turn the wrong way, it will just say recalculating and take you from that spot. So we don't have to be lost. We have iPhones and the internet and GPSs and all kinds of gadgets that help us know where we are, where we want to go, what's happening in the world, any piece of information that we want. So it's kind of a rare moment for us to feel lost or not to, to know. Not true for poor Abraham and Sarah. Boy, God made them a promise, a ridiculous promise. You're going to have descendants that number the grains of the sand. Yeah, right. They're both old. She's been barren forever. You're going you're gonna to have all these descendants. But you need to kind of take and leave your home and go off and go on a journey where you don't know where you're going. Now, how many of us are willing to do that? Go somewhere where we don't know where we're going. We don't know how long it's going to take. We don't know what's going to happen along the way. 
I mean, there are some people who like to go on vacation and not make reservations. But there are some of us that need to have reservations, at least if you're going to Europe. I think it helps, right, after all night on a plane to have at least one reservation. Call me crazy. But, Im but imagine just going on a promise, not having any idea where you're going. Well, Abraham and Sarah heard God's promise, but like a lot of human beings, they weren't willing to wait. They weren't willing to wait to see how it was going to happen. And as most of us know the story, Sarah took things into her own hands and gave her husband her slave girl, and then they had Ishmael, and that kind of started a whole bunch of problems that we're all well too aware of in the Middle East. But they did finally have Jacob, or Isaac rather, because God did keep his promise. One of the platitudes I have the most difficulty with is when people say everything happens for a reason. Well, sometimes the reason that things happen are because humans make mistakes, because we have the free will to mess with God's plan and God's promise. And sometimes the only way to live into God's promise and plan is to wait. Wait and discern until it becomes clear, even in the midst of not knowing where we're going or how we're going to get there or what's going to happen on the way. And this is where faith comes in because what God has promised us is that God will be with us every step of the way. What God has promised us is that the kingdom is there for us to have, to live into. And what God tells us in the gospel today through Jesus is, do not be afraid, little flock. Do not be afraid. Put your heart in the things of heaven where they won't be destroyed, where it will not rust. Put your treasures in heaven. Do not be afraid. It's fear that drives us to wrong action. When we're afraid, we want to do something, and maybe the best thing to be doing is nothing. The spiritual life and discernment is so different than everything else that we participate in. I mean, when I went and got my MBA, they had us sit there and make assumptions and look at data and look at numbers and, and supposedly make good decisions, right, David? I mean, you know, we can, we can figure this out. And there's a, a better way to go and maybe a specific desired outcome. But that's not what the spiritual life is all about. Spiritual life is waiting for God to make it clear what we need to do and where we need to go and how we need to get there. And it's uncomfortable. Because in the spiritual life, we have to let God be in control and not ourselves. I mean, think about St. Peter's. For years, there was a wonderful daycare here with children populating the halls and the laughter of kids and, and being cared for. And then it was time for that to end. And for a year or two, there was nothing in the building during the week. And we wondered, can we keep the building going? Will we be able to survive? And it's hard not to worry or feel frightened that the community that we so love and the building that's had a ministry all this time is going to continue. 
But then God sent us Prelude. Who would have thought that we would have a structured adult daycare for people with traumatic brain injuries during the week at St. Peter's? None of us could have seen that. But yet we waited and we prayed, and the most important thing was we said yes. We could have been afraid. We could have said, what will happen to the building if we allow these people in to use it? We could have been afraid and said no, but we didn't. We, we said yes. We said yes to a discernment of bringing God's kingdom closer. So the message today is, is that we, sometimes we have to wait. We have to wait until it becomes clear what the next step that God has for us. But we wait knowing that God is faithful to us so that we can be faithful to God. And God has promised us the kingdom. All we have to do is discern where it is here, now, for us.